0: Welcome to Sleep Health with Dr. Alison Bentley. This series of podcasts is looking at sleep, And sleep medicine and the different sleep disorders. So really what we're fundamentally trying to look at is why is it important to talk about sleep? Why do we need episodes where we talk about sleep disorders, sleep symptoms, the kinds of problems that you might have with your sleep? And really the importance of sleep is that most people think about the day as being important and sleep is just something we do on the sideline at the end of the day. But if you really want a good day and you really want to function well during the day, you need to have a good night's sleep. And we may not know that we're having a good night's sleep, or we may know that we're not having a good night's sleep. So for example, we might have a situation where we don't get enough hours of sleep at night. And so if you need seven hours of sleep and you're only getting five, that's called insomnia. And then you would know that you're short of sleep during the day. And there are consequences to that. There are short-term consequences. So when you get up in the morning, you know that you're tired. You know that you're fatigued during the day. But during the day, you'll notice that you'll have bad memory, that you'll have a problem concentrating, that you'll have an attention deficit. You're not able to perform as much as you used to be able to perform. So there are short-term consequences. There's also long-term consequences to all sleep disorders. Long-term consequences revolve around the fact that when you go to sleep at night, you are servicing the car and the car is the brain and the car is your body and you need to wake up in the morning fully serviced so that you're ready for the day. If you don't service the car, if you only service at 75% or 80%, then you are underserviced. And then just like a car, if you don't service your car regularly, It's going to break down faster than it would. And so as far as medical and and health is concerned, that lack of servicing that we do if we don't sleep well at night means that we get diseases, chronic diseases, faster than we would normally get them. Those chronic diseases include things like cardiovascular disease, so heart disease of any sort, really. Obesity or diabetes or any kind of metabolic dysfunction, depression or other psychiatric or mental health issues happen earlier than they would. Things like dementia are more likely to happen. But honestly, when it comes to sleep disorders, there's pretty much every single disease is linked to this need for servicing every night that you service the car, then you don't get those diseases or you get them later in life when they're more likely to occur. Now, we're very clear about insomnia because it's about a quantity and we notice that quantity. When the quantity goes down, we notice that. But there's another whole group of sleep disorders, which is about the quality of sleep that you might have. And this is related to things like sleep apnea, where you don't breathe properly at night, or leg movements that occur during sleep. But basically what they do is fragment sleep. They make sleep less sound. And when you wake up in the morning, you kind of go, I don't understand what happened. I slept enough hours, but I still feel tired. Now, what usually happens is that people go, oh, it's because I'm working too hard. It's because it's the end of the year. It's because I'm stressed. And people find excuses for that. I'm going through menopause. I'm getting older. And they find excuses as to why they might not wake up feeling as good as they used to. But it may be a sleep disorder that is impacting your sleep. Now, everything that I've mentioned about quantity of sleep and the consequences of that apply to this as well. So we know that sleep apnea has significant consequences in cardiovascular health. We know that it impacts on diabetes. We have good evidence for all of that. So it's not just about quantity, but it's also about quality. The last group of sleep disorders which we're going to talk about are the parasomnias, and they're the strange things that happen at night. So sleepwalking, sleep talking, sleep texting, sleep eating. I don't know if you've ever woken up and in the morning there was a piece of cheese in the fridge which was there last night and it isn't there anymore, but there's an empty packet next to the bed. That's sleep eating, a fascinating group of disorders. They don't have as much impact on future health as the other two groups of disorders, the quantity and quality do, but they're really interesting and a lot of people have them. Lastly, it's important to talk about sleep because these kind of groups of sleep disorders are extremely common. The evidence that we have for the parasomnias, for example, just looking at those, about 11% of children have them. If we look at sleep apnea, The evidence that we have is about 20 to 25 percent of the adult population of the country have got significant sleep apnea. That's an important thing. When it comes to insomnia, I think many people have had Acute insomnia, so exam stress. So if you're going through exams, can't sleep for a night because you're worried about that exam, that's insomnia. Chronic insomnia worldwide is about 10 to 15% of the general population have chronic insomnia. So these are big numbers that we're talking about. And so a lot of people have poor sleep. This whole series of podcasts is to give you more information from a medical perspective, how to both notice that you have a sleep disorder, know which sleep disorder you're likely to have, give you some treatment options as to the kinds of treatments that would be available. When you would go for a sleep study, for example, where does that fit into this whole thing? Where do specialists such as ENTs for snoring, psychiatrists for insomnia, where do they fit into this whole story when it comes to looking at your sleep and your health.